0: Thank you so much for joining us today. We're gonna get into partner co-sale enablement for the next 30 minutes. You heard my esteemed distinguished friend, Tom Newton from peer to peer joining me today. We're gonna have some fun. We're gonna try to make it interactive. So if there's anything that you want to share with us or insights that you think would be relevant to the group, please raise your hand and our as our moderator, Jesse, who's on the call, will be watching the chat and pinging me to let me know that there's something that we want to talk about.
1: Morning, Autumn. My excuse, also- my excuse is at 7 a.m. on the West Coast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for everyone that just joined us at 7 a.m., bless you. You are in a rare group of excelling individuals who are in a growth mindset, as all my podcast friends tell me. So today we're gonna to get into uh, successes, predictions, trends around channel enablement, specifically around ecosystems, because we know that that's a new part of channel, leveraging the ecosystem. Um, we're gonna talk about some challenges that we've heard from customers that we've talked to and friends that are in the industry. And we're gonna just slightly glance over tools and strategies that we've seen deploy and work. and. Um, I know question and answer is at the end, but Tom, would you agree that we're okay with people raising their hands and jumping in midway?
1: Yeah, of course. If uh, Jesse can fire those questions to us, that'd be fun.
0: Yes, absolutely. So let's get into it, shall we? I think you know when you're when you're envisioning success, and you're you know you're thinking about companies that are really actually great successes around ecosystems there's a few companies that come to mind and one of them tom if you agree is salesforce Um, i'm i'm one of the companies that is actually on an app exchange and i understand and get that it's a super complex world once you get involved in an ecosystem and it's important to know Where to go to get information and how to thrive, and I have some examples here from an article I read with some successes.
1: If you've ever in in terms of their ecosystem, if you've ever um, attended uh, Dreamforce Autumn, you'll know that that's a very vibrant uh, ecosystem. It's uh, oh yeah, uh, quite madness when they take over the entire downtown of San Francisco.
0: Yeah, it's a big thriving event. So Here's an example of a company that was able to turn their selling practice to a 23-day sales cycle around a six-figure deal. That is hard when you are in any size of a company, but to be able to do that with the help of a a partner makes it fun and obviously a better experience for your customer. Cloudcraze was able to leverage Salesforce's brand to get Fortune 100 companies. And I'll tell you that Salesforce helped legitimize our business in the beginning when we built a technology that had never been built before. Sage People used uh, the Reach, so instead of having salespeople in every single country across the planet, they were able to sell two sales reps, um, you know, into 20 countries. So all these things, looking at this from a high level, are huge successes. Um, and, and Tom, I know your expertise is working with companies on these types of projects. You know, is there anything here that surprises you about this, the successes these companies have?
1: No, I mean, you have highlighted the, the, the real big players and, and how um, these companies have really sort of got a massive ecosystem in, around their products. Maybe what we'll get into in a little bit is how, um, if you're not as large as some of these major players, um, how, how you can do it. But there, there's definitely nothing of surprise there, Autumn.
0: Right. So we have a, a gentleman that is in our industry. For those of you that don't know who Jay McBain is, he is a forester expert. And he made some predictions at a channel partner conference expo. And one of them is that 2019 is the year of channel enablement, which does not surprise me in the least. I know that when you have an ecosystem, you have to be able to bring people together. So this is interesting because he also talks about getting the last mile to the customer. So you build all these products, you build all these solutions, and the enablement is what gets everything that you've built out into the hands of the customer, so that's a, an interesting insight, and also influence the influencer. So he talked a lot about a salesperson walking into a uh, a customer's office and looking at their guest book and seeing who was the last person who actually visited your customer, and is that a partner? A lot of salespeople can grow their commitment or their connection to their customer and their influence by working that back channel and working with their partners. So one really interesting insight he gave was to wrap a partner model versus a revenue revenue model around your customer. So I think when we're talking about predictions, it's all about going wide and deep into the into the partner ecosystem and getting to know what they are doing what your partners are doing with your customers and and amplifying your brand to support your partner's message and really become this strategic net that engulfs your customer and you know tom you have heard jay speak but you know what what else do you think when we talk about the year of channel enablement that is so important to focus on as, as we manage this part of our businesses. I think you're on mute.
1: Got it, sorry. Um, the, the one thing that was interesting with, with what Jay said was how, you know, how we've progressed through the, the various types of technology. And up until this point, um, it's really been around CRM. It's really been a, around enabling technology for the direct side of the business. And what he sees now is that uh, PRM and, and tools like partner PartnerTap are, are now real channel tools are now taking the forefront. So we've sort of made that transition um, where the focus within organizations now is to get the, the proper, the best possible tools um, in the hands of... Um, of their teams to, to really enable the channel to, to do what they, they need to do and let the channel be the, the driver of, um, of, of business growth here moving forward through 2019.
0: Yeah, he. I don't know if you remember, but he made a comment in one of his speeches, not necessarily this one, but he talked about the actual business and working with partners like a cake layer. So the base yep. of the cake is you, And then each layer above that is your partner experience. So you've got this piece of cake, you're at the base, your partners build the rest of the layers and every dollar that you make, your partner should be making money as well. So for example, back to the Salesforce example, they say to their customers or their partners all the time, we want you to make $4 and 14 cents every time we make a dollar. And so there's this real model, this partner model, that it, it takes the place of just, I'm going to sell this and it's going to bring back this money. It really creates this complete message and it's ingrained in the DNA and the success of the company. So, so great stuff. So another company that we admire and listen to in the industry is Accenture. And they talk a little bit about a study that they did recently where they reached out to 1,252 business leaders from a diverse industry pool to better understand ecosystem opportunities. And they built this study called the Cornerstone of Future Growth. And 63% of the businesses that they pooled view innovation as the top opportunity which doesn't surprise me. I'm sure it doesn't surprise you. They also say that industry innovation is a great threat from competitors. So it's kind of this double-edged sword. We know that innovation can get us further, but we also know that if we don't do it right, it can really be a downfall for our business.